This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast. This is episode 95. I'm one of your hosts, Breezy. And I'm your other host, Ray Ray. And we're both really excited for this episode, not just because it's our first episode back to start the year of 2022 off with, but... We have a really, really big guest. Yeah, super big, super awesome. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'm going to read you his bio, and then if you haven't already like read the title of the episode, anyway, our guest this week was selected by the Florida Panthers in the third round, 64th overall of the 2011 NHL entry draft. He's in his... I think we counted correctly, 10th season in the NHL. He was named an NHL All-Star in 2017, and he's an American professional ice hockey center who currently plays for the Carolina Hurricanes, Vincent Trocek. Good old Vince. <laughs> Vince, yes, not Vinny. We not asked Vinny. him beforehand. Not Vinny. Vince, Vincent, uh, was super awesome talking to him uh, this past week. Um, got to learn a lot and, uh, we hope you guys are going to enjoy it as well. Oh yeah. We covered all of the things, music, uh, food, food, travels, stories, uh, favorite goal scoring moments. Well, we have to give a big thank you to Savarina who, made this whole thing happen and a big 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 thank you of course to vincent for taking time out um late night on a on a weekday to chat with us and uh we had a lot of fun and uh, we hope you guys enjoy anything else i just like i don't want to ruin it i want everybody just to go listen because we we covered so many different uh things and topics that i think it will be a nice peek into who Vincent is and his life and some of the things both in hockey and outside of hockey that uh, makes who he is. Yeah, I think uh, we should just head on into it and uh, stop wasting everyone's time. (laughs) I agree. Well, welcome to the House of Hockey podcast, uh, Vincent. We're so glad to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So we're going to start with a little clip I'm going to play you because your name has actually come up on the show from another guest um, from your days in Florida. Her name is Gabby Red Allen. She's now the in arena host for the Panthers. And she had a pretty funny story uh, that she shared with us. And I'm going to play it for you. And then you can uh, react to it. It's all it's all very PG. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Don't start sweating. Okay, wait, let me find it here on my desktop. 
Trocek did that. He turns around. He's coming back, about to head towards the player's bench, you know, to head on into the locker room. But instead, he, like, made a quick turn, jumped on the ATV because Stanley wasn't on it, and started whipping around the ice. <laughs> Everybody was still in the building. It was so exciting. It was so fun. I'm like, wow, this is great. But I'm also like, he almost, I'm like, please don't crash into us because, like, my balance, I'm holding a giant flag and my balance is already a little off. So we're, you know, keeping our head on a swivel here. But it was really, really cool. We missed Trocek, a uh, great personality. And, you know, when we played the Canes, the, the fans, the fans love, love him. So it, it's great when, you know, he's back in the building. It seems like that was so long ago. That was just a couple <laughs> years ago, I feel like. Yeah, she was just saying how much uh, they miss you in Florida as well. And um how much of a great personality you had <laughs> that you just like hopped on. How much trouble did you actually get into for no, doing that? I didn't get in any trouble. It was, it was so like random. There was, I just saw, I guess Stanley, the mascot would ride around on the ice after games and he left it unattended at center ice. And I had flashbacks of Marshawn Lynch riding the golf cart on the field. So, so I decided to hop on and, and give it a little ride. It was a lot of fun on the ice, too. It was a little slippery. There was a little bit of drifting going on. It was fun. <laughs> how did you know how to drive an ATV? I feel like it was, like, kind of dumbed down. It was like a kid's ATV almost. Like, it was just a butt. I was going to nice. say, I mean, how do you, like, work the clutch with your skates? Was that... There was definitely no clutch on it. Okay, don't take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Did you ride ATVs like when you grew up in Pittsburgh or anything like that? Not ATVs. I had a, I rode um, dirt bikes a little bit growing up, but not a ton to the point where it was like one of my bigger hobbies. But I did go through a little bit of a phase where I was riding dirt bikes. Okay. So it was pretty natural then for you to just like know what to do. Yeah. It was a motorized vehicle. I could handle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I would be. I would I would be like, where's the where's the button? Where is this? It was kind of like wheel? it was a bike. It was basically a bike. There was a, a handle, brake, and a throttle. That was all there was to it. <laughs> and you're like, I only know the throttle, so I'm just gonna go. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's awesome, and I'm so I'm very glad you didn't get in any trouble for that. Think like... if I would have hit somebody, it might have been a different story. Luckily, there wasn't too many people on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> that's true that's true so tell us what it's been like to play hockey in two sort of non-traditional hockey markets both you know with the panthers and then now um, with the hurricanes like what has that experience been like for you it was different in florida obviously it's hot all year round and wear shorts and t-shirt to the rink every day and um the fan base early on when i was there wasn't huge and didn't get a lot of fans, but uh, the the better we got as a team, the more fans started coming into the to the games in Florida. So the fan base grew a lot from the time I got there to the time I left. Um, and now in Carolina, it's sort of a similar feel as it was towards the end of my stint in Florida. It's it's gotten to the point where fans here are so excited to watch hockey, and um, we've had a good team the last few years since I got here um, we've had a good team. So the fans are phenomenal here now. I mean, we've been selling out games all year and um, they got the storm surge and all that fancy jazz that kind of gets the people coming back to the games. And um, believe it or not, it actually snowed here the other day. So it feels a little bit more like a hockey town. <laughs> there you go. Do you have a uh, favorite storm surge to do? 
it's been simple since I got here. The first year I got here, we didn't even do it because of COVID. Um, there was no fans in the stand, so it was we didn't do it. And then this year, it's been pretty basic, like just giving this a salute to the fans post whatever the the uh, skull clap is. So uh, I haven't had to do anything real crazy yet. Anything <laughs> yeah. on the uh, bucket list or in the on the radar for you if you get to to choose which one? The storm to surge bucket list? No, I. I would I would have no idea what to tell them to do. I mean, I think there's a couple guys that kind of just do it to figure it out every game. There's not there is no time that I will come into play in any of these. Oh come on, you got to give yourself a little more credit. No, I don't have the creative mind to come up with something for that. There's a uh, a country star that tends to be in the the stands on every home Canes game of Scotty McCreary. Have you uh, had the chance to run into that guy yet? No, I, I never met Scotty. I know that uh, he was good friends with um, Ryan Dezingle whenever he was here, um, but I'd never had the chance to meet him. Dang. But you met Luke Combs. I did meet Luke Combs. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Ooh, how was that? He's a legend. He was awesome to talk to, really down to earth, and um, seemed like he was just one of the guys. And then we obviously got to go to his concert, and uh, he put on a hell of a show. So he's, uh, he's one of my favorite artists right now, and, and that was a awesome night yeah who uh who else is on your uh spotify playlist if you use spotify on country singers uh morgan wallen jason aldean luke what about the ladies like i'm a big miranda lambert like that's my i like miranda lambert i'm a big adele fan Mm. not country but huge on adele um Kelsey Ballerini. I love her. Yeah, she's good. There's a lot of really good country artists right now. Uh, Thomas Rhett. There's a bunch. There is a bunch. Staples on that one, so. Good music taste. (laughs) Yeah, we like country music here. So if you, like, do you get to pick, who's the DJ in the the locker room? I am. Oh! Can you share what is on the current locker room playlist? Or like the top, um, the top, like the top end of jam, like getting before you're going out there song, like hype up song? We've started a little bit of a superstition where um, Marty Nietzsche picks the, the last song before you go out every time. Okay. And he, he's big into rap. So every it's usually a rap song. Um, Woe by Lil Baby has been played a lot. Uh, Grease by Drake and uh, DJ Khaled. Um, what other ones? I'm like so out of the loop. I don't know any of those songs. Yeah, I'm like they're all like... new. <laughs> they're all new school rap. Like it's, uh, I think Drake one's not. The Drake one's good, but okay. uh, he's a young. He's young, and he likes all the new school rap stuff. So, um, but there's a lot of like EDM on the playlist. That's stuff that's like a lot of more upbeat um get the guys going type stuff yeah yeah any country any like luke combs not on the game day playlist no they would in the, like in the morning though i'll, I'll play country tunes I'll, i usually go on and either play chris stapleton or morgan wall on radio on spotify in the morning there you go. yeah i i don't know that that's probably not a super popular music category for like pump up jams in the yeah. hockey locker room it's more of a mellow not. time yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's a morning um, skate kind of thing. Yeah, the girl right. before the store, right? Right. Oh, but I'm ching breezy. Got it. <laughs> what was it like growing up in Pittsburgh playing hockey? Like, is is it a hockey kind of town for like childhood sports and stuff like that? Like, what's that? It is now. Like? Yeah, it is now. now. Growing up, it wasn't as big. Um, I think like my age group is kind of where it first started get hockey started getting big in Pittsburgh. Um, in my birth year, the Penguins had just won back-to-back Stanley Cups. So it was like, that's kind of whenever everything got going for hockey. And my birth year, I think we had four guys drafted um, to the NHL and four guys playing now in, in the NHL from my draft year. And it's kind of getting bigger and bigger as the years gone on. And Mario's done so much in the youth hockey programs there that uh, has built it up a ton. So uh, now I'd say it's a very big hockey town. Yeah. Great city. Great people. The friends of mine that are from Blue collar people. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, and I, apparently there's great Italian. There is some really good Italian food. Yes. Do you have a favorite place there that you go? Like when you go home, like where do you have to go eat and pit? Uh, Alla Familia is really good. That's um, kind of closer to downtown. Um, there's a couple outside the city. Oberloni is one of my favorites. There's a there's a lot. There's plenty of good Italian restaurants that you you couldn't really go wrong. How do you like um, the barbecue though in Carolina? Are you a barbecue guy? Yeah. I, I, kind of am i'm not i mean it's not i'm not huge on it but the barbecue here is really good i think there's like a difference between here and texas barbecue that you're not allowed to compare the two but uh, i spent some time in san antonio and i've spent time here and both barbecues are good but uh the one here is supposedly like vinegary based i guess so um that's the difference but it's good both are good Breezy's the barbecue expert. She barbecues like a nut and is really good at it. She's, she's send me her, is it your smoked nuts, Breezy? Yeah. I always say it wrong. And we're going to have to send you some because she's got mad skills on the, on the barbecue situation. What kind of grill do you use? Uh, well, I have five different smokers. So I oh, have. Oh, wow. Uh, She's very serious. Yeah. I have three Traegers, all different sizes, and then two Oklahoma Joes. So. One's a drum smoker and then one's an offset smoker. So, wow, I have a Traeger as well, and I have one of those green egg too. Um, I don't use the green egg as much, but the green egg is a little hard. <laughs> yeah, I think so. The Traeger is extremely easy and it's amazing, but that's why that's pretty much why I don't use the green egg all that much. But yeah, the Traeger is awesome. It is awesome. What was how do you have like a favorite dish that you've made so far? Yeah, I've made ribs on it a few times that are just out of this world. It's yeah, you can't go wrong with ribs. Yeah. Do you think that you thing makes it easy? Do you yeah. think you could share your rib recipe with Breezy? You guys are gonna swap recipes here. Yeah, no? it's on the allowed? one that. I, of course, it's the one that I use is like it's a Traeger app recipe. The guy that it's a one of the they have an app when you buy a Traeger grill and yeah. it gives you a bunch of different recipes and this guy has one on there that I used. One of my buddies recommended it and it's the same one I use every time. It's awesome. Yeah. Once really you, simple too. Yeah. Once you got a good recipe, you just don't want to like test anything else out. You're just like, this is it. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's a simple recipe. It's basically just like a rub and 
some honey. That's pretty much it. Yep. Wrap it up. Do the yeah, uh, wrap it up. one method and, and call it a day. <laughs> it's like five hours, but it's great. Yeah. You're going to have to send him some of your stuff, Breezy. All right. I will. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by... The NFL playoffs are here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win it. 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and a $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're on the road, do you have like a favorite city for food that you go to or like a restaurant that you like love that you've found during all of your, your hockey travels? Good question. I'm sure there is one. Let me think. <laughs> there's, there's gotta be one that I have to go to every time. Martini in Columbus is actually really good Italian. They have a good chicken farm. Surprisingly, it's, it's directly next to the rink too. It's right there. But uh, that's, that's been a staple. In Carolina, M Sushi is tremendous. Double Knot in Philly is a sushi joint. Really good. I take it you eat a lot of sushi. (laughs) Sushi Yeah, I do. I love sushi, yeah. I eat Italian before games, though, every night. If if it's the night before a game, I have to have Italian. So I have Italian restaurants in every city. Is that part of your, like, pregame ritual, like, routine? Like, you have a certain – are you, like, super ritualistic or are you sort of – Food-wise, yeah. But other than that, I'm not, like, entirely superstitious. Okay. No, like, left skate first and then the right skate and, like – I think just based on routine, I do. I think my (laughs) my left skate goes on first and then I – Oh yeah. God! Now so, you're gonna yes, be thinking about routine. it, and we're gonna screw up your your thing, and it's gonna no, be you're gonna be like putting I won't allow that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I won't allow that. Good. I don't want to. It won't get in my head. I think I go left skate first, and then right, and then I tie my right skate, and then my left. There Just because I'm there already, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I there was some guy in the league. I was watching an interview, and he says that he eats the same thing every single night, like to a T. Are you basically the same way? I think every single guy in the league is. That's Do crazy. They all just eat chicken. At parm. home, at least, yeah, it's chicken parm. <laughs> That's what we eat. And then day of the game, it's the exact same every time. Unless you're on the road. On the road, it's different. It's harder to eat the same thing on the road when you go to a restaurant. But 
it's all around the same. But why? Like, aren't there other things with meat and pasta that we, we can eat? Like, that's it. I, there, I mean, if you put chicken and pasta and it's the same thing, it's like you're having chicken parm essentially because I'm throwing cheese that's on true. it. That's true. You're right. You're right. But like a primavera <laughs> has like vegetables in it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm in, I'm in for that. Or you throw vegetables <laughs> on the side of the chicken farm. It's the same thing. Yeah. You're right. It really. When is I'm just... home, I eat chicken pasta and and broccoli or peas or something green. So. It really is all just chicken parm. I'm like thinking that through. Like, well, if you put cheese on it and meat. Italian food is yeah. basically all the same. It's pasta and chicken. <laughs> it really is. In December. Um, you reached your 500th game, which is like incredible. Do you have a like memorable goal moment? Uh, anything like super impactful during you know any of those games, or maybe not even during your time in the NHL? There's a few, I guess. Um, my first goal in the league, I remember vividly. First goal as a hurricane, I remember vividly. First goal as a hurricane playing against Florida, I remember vividly. Um, first playoff goal, I remember. Those are the, those pop into my head. Other than that, I can't really remember any. Did you do anything to celebrate? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, actually, no. The other one I didn't really celebrate on was my – my first goal was an empty net goal. So my first NHL goal. So I did not celebrate. No. Um, no. <laughs> it was almost embarrassing, but it happened. No. So a goal it. is a goal is a goal. Yeah. Like, you can say that. You on the board, right? I just like telling people that my first NHL goal was against the Devils and Brodor. He just happened to be on the bench at the time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good story. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Did you celebrate the 500 games, though? I, that's what I meant. I didn't, didn't say that very well. We were on the road. I don't know. I don't think I did. We were on the road. I think we were post-game. We flew back to Carolina or we flew somewhere. So um, it was mild. And whenever you sit next to Jordan Stall in the locker room, he's got twice as many games. It doesn't feel as, <laughs> it doesn't feel as cool. <laughs> no oh, man. definitely not no. um do you have any other arenas that you really like to play in when you're on the road or Vegas that maybe... and oh, go ahead. electric yeah. montreal is awesome montreal is the best ice in the league so there i enjoy playing there a lot huh. um msg and um i guess it's not the staples center anymore what is it it's the crypto. crypto.com arena crypto.com arena those are cool just because of the like the history in them um those are probably my favorites and the fan experiences that kind of stick out to you too i know there's a lot of fans that like to uh to know that they are appreciated in some in some sense they feel like you can't uh players don't necessarily hear them when they're chanting you know in the stands or whatnot so it's always good to hear fan experiences I don't know if there's any that stick out like anything crazy that has happened. The fan experience here, I mean, the fans are extremely involved. Like, I mean, the storm surge is what it is, but um, 
everybody stays after the game because they enjoy that part of it. So uh, that's been definitely a different fan experience, and they, it kind of gets the guy, the the people in the stands involved in the game a little bit, which is which is pretty cool to see. Definitely, and, and they get to tailgate, yeah. and you they guys tailgate are... from like a. 10 a.m. When I show up for morning skate, there's people in the parking lot in Raleigh. Do you, have you ever gotten to like walk through there? No, I've never. I've never gone through and walked through the tailgates at all. No. no. You should just walk through and be like, "Yo, give me a rib." <laughs> <laughs> My son's big on the mascots, so I know the mascots right now. Oh. Ooh. What? Um. Who's his favorite? Stormy, of course. <laughs> of course. No yeah. more. St- Stanley let's see if I got that name right he still likes Stanley a lot but um we push him towards Stormy naturally naturally we have more Stormies in the house (laughs) what does he do when he sees the mascot like he do are they like are the kids coming to games or like what do you guys yeah he comes to games occasionally yeah he he loves it he tries to get involved with them we saw we went to a uh a Durham Bulls game, which is like a minor league baseball game earlier in the year, and they had a mascot, and Stormy was at the game as well, and he was freaking out, but he's big into mascots right now. He loves it. That's so cute. Do you think he's going to play hockey? Yeah, he's obsessed. He's – yeah, he's definitely going to play hockey. Yeah, this is just at, everywhere I go in my house. These are his rollerblades. Right at your feet. That's great. Everything, yeah. There's a hockey rink behind me. He, yeah, he's obsessed. He wakes up in the morning and he wants to put his rollerblades on right away. Um, Watches videos on YouTube of like highlights and stuff. At three years old, it's crazy. At three, he's watching highlight reels? Like, oh my God. He knows how to use Siri and tell Siri to look up Stormy and and the Panther. And it's funny. Is he like, look up highlights from dad's game last night does that work or no he'll look he'll say look up boston bruins versus new jersey devils or something like that dang yeah and he's three yeah and he he's like, obsessed with hockey that's all he knows oh my god well that's exciting yeah that is cool yeah i'm pushing him towards golf but it hasn't worked yet <laughs> hey i mean golf hockey they all end up being the same right <laughs> yeah it's a little bit less head trauma in, in golf yeah. i don't know golf is a it's a pretty hard sport it messes with your head a lot so i don't know That's which, which works. <laughs> yeah i've got post-traumatic stress from playing golf competitively <laughs> in high school i can't play anymore it's like too much for me i've i've tried and i go out there and it's like I can't have fun because I'm like, when I used to swing this club, the ball used to go straight and it used to go X amount of yards. And now it's in the other fairway and this is horrible. And I just, I just, yeah, that's the stop. game of golf. Yeah. Mental. It's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. It is. Do you I play a lot? On every single yeah. Game. I love golf. <laughs> you play a lot. Yeah. In the off season and stuff. Yeah. Well, you can play almost all year round in Carolina, except for this current snowstorm situation yeah it's been like in the 30s the last little while but we did actually i got out um we had like 11 days off between our one game and christmas break and then our next so i was able to get out um once a couple weeks ago and it was like 70 and sunny so it was nice and then 
we got back from Christmas and now it's dirty and snowy. So, yeah. Well, I think we should hit you with, we have our final three. Breezy, did you have anything else? No, I think we're good. Okay, you kick it off. All right, so we ask uh, everyone all three of these questions. Uh, so who is your favorite hunk of hockey, which could be an idol that you, you know, had growing up, best looking guy in the league, someone you admire as they dress, could be anybody. Um, favorite player growing up was Peter Forsberg, and he's always been like the guy that I looked up to for anything hockey related. So I'll go with him. Good call. And who is your favorite hockey lady? Player, favorite hockey broad- lady. Yeah, player, um, broadcaster, anything. Uh, Emily Matheson. I played with Mike in Florida, and we always would watch her games and. Uh, on Team USA, so she was my my go-to. Yeah, that was so cool seeing their roster being announced at the um, Winter Classic. That was really yeah. – I thought that was a good moment for the women's sport to, like, have that on such a big stage like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. The last question, and I think we might actually have an answer, Breezy, but do you have a Sidney Crosby story? I really don't think I do. Um it was nothing like welcome to the league type of thing that, I mean, he has embarrassed me on the ice a few times uh, early in my career. <laughs> I don't know if that's much of a story as it is just the usual, but uh, not not much else. I mean, he comes back to Pittsburgh early um, and I'll skate with him a few times there before training camp. But other than that, uh, nothing interesting. Well, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media um if you want my twitter is trocheck underscore or no it's just be trocheck and then my instagram is trocheck underscore 21 awesome well thanks have a great rest of your season and postseason so thank you thank you so much yeah thank you guys appreciate it thanks for having me on Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.